there are at least two main points here in this parable or in this in this teaching here from Jesus. The first one is about humility. You know, even if we've been working really hard to not to not get boastful, to not pride ourselves in our work and to not think that we deserve some great reward, but rather to continue to go to the Lord, continue to labor for him with this posture. We are unprofitable servants who have done what we were obliged to do. You know, during my pastoral year a few years ago, I found myself caught in this in this in this what is it in this pit of working really hard spinning the wheels really fast and thinking that I needed that I deserved a lot of praise a lot of recognition a lot of gratitude from from my superiors and the the more that that didn't happen the more bitter and resentful I'd become so even working hard doing things in the vineyard can really be to our detriment be to our pride and therefore to to our corruption. And I'll read a couple of things here from some of the church fathers. So from, from Cyril of Alexandria, he says, here then, commenting on this, here then is the disease of pride cut away. Why boast it? Why boast your, this is old English. Why boastest thou thyself? Dost thou not know that if thou payest not Thy debt, danger, is at hand. But if thou payest, thou doest nothing thankworthy. Somebody translate that for me, please. <laughs> and as St. Paul says, For thou I preach the gospel, for though I preach the, the gospel, I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yet woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. So, okay, I preach the gospel, I do things for the Lord, we do things in the vineyard, but it but glory, no glory to ourselves, all glory to God. And that's just a great practice if somebody gives us a compliment to simply say, thank you, glory be to God. It's a great way to continue to exercise that, to, to nurture that virtue. Or St. Ambrose, boast not thyself then that thou hast been a good servant. Thou hast done what thou oughtest to have done. The sun obeys, the moon submits herself, the angels are subject. Let us not then seek praise for ourselves. Therefore, he adds in conclusion, so like, likewise ye, when ye have done all good things, say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done that which it was our duty to do. So to be like the sun and the moon, to do what we're called to do, what we're asked to do, what we're obliged to do, and to give it all to God. But there's something deeper here, I think. And it's about, about halfway through, and when we get to the end and we hear that strong phrase, we are unprofitable servants, we have done what we were obliged to do, we may miss what, what happened here in the middle. And for context, this happened immediately after the gospel reading of yesterday. And the gospel reading of yesterday had this line in it. And the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. And the Lord replied, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, so on and so forth. And then he continues here. So he, this is an answer to the request to increase one's faith. The apostles say, Lord, increase our faith. And Jesus is responding with this. So what, what can, how, how is this a response to this, to this 
request of increase our faith. Not just increase our humility, increase our faith. The Venerable Bede said this, He bids make ready wherewith he may sup, that is, after the labors of public discourse. He bids him humble himself in self-examination. With such a supper our Lord desires to be fed. This image of the Lord supping, the Lord eating, the Lord dining. If you've seen that icon by Andrei Rublev, I think that's how you pronounce his name, the icon. There are a couple of different names for it. One is the Holy Trinity, and the other is the Hospitality of Abraham. If this doesn't ring a bell, I encourage you to, to do a Google search for it. Not right now. Do a Google search for it later. But to, yeah, this, this image, it's the three persons of the Trinity around the table with a chalice on top of it. And it has both of these names, the Holy Trinity and the Hospitality of Abraham, because in, in the story of Abraham and Sarah, when the three angels come to visit them and Abraham tends to them, serves them, that gets interpreted by the church fathers as a, a foreshadowing or a type of the Blessed Trinity. So the Blessed Trinity coming together and eating and dining. And what is it that they eat? What is it that they dine? What is it, what is it, what is it that they sup or that they desire to be fed with? And he says, but to gird oneself is to collect the mind which has been enfolded in the base coil of fluctuating thoughts, whereby its steps in the cause of good works are wants to be entangled. So doing good works, good works is a good thing in itself, but it may lead our minds to fluctuating thoughts. And this causes the good works to be entangled. For he who girds up his garments does so that in walking he may not be tripped up. So this, this movement of self-examination, of recollection, of contemplating, I'll get to this in a second, but contemplating the Lord himself. This is what the Lord desires to be fed with, not just our good works. Yes, that's part of it. But more, it's go to the vineyard work and then come back and recollect oneself in the Lord. Here's St. Augustine. There appears to be a difficulty in the connection here, that connection between the disciples saying, increase my faith and this answer from the, from the Lord. Unless we suppose he meant to change from faith to faith, from that faith, namely, by which we serve God, to that faith whereby we enjoy him. The faith where we serve God, yes, that's a faith, that's a type of faith. But to change that from just that to a faith in which we enjoy the Lord. And that is, that is nurtured, that is collected by that interior life of self-examination, of recollection, of meditating on the divine mysteries. And you've been heard, hearing me say this ad nauseum that, okay, yeah, we go to God to ask for things. Sure, that's a type of faith. But the Lord wants us to go higher to a type of faith where we don't just go to the Lord to ask for things. We go to the Lord to enjoy Him. And this is what He desires. This is what He desires to eat, to sup, to dine. Ourselves, our hearts in union with Him. 
And Augustine continues, as if he says, After that I have been delighted with the work of thy preaching and refreshed myself with the choice food of thy compunction. The Lord refreshing himself with the choice food of our compunction. That's the Lord's choice food. Sure, he's delighted with our works, but the choice food, that, that choice wine that the Blessed Trinity is feeding on is our compunction, our interior life. And I won't, compunction is more than just our interior life. I won't go into that right now, but, but our interior life. Then at length shalt thou go and feast thyself everlastingly with the eternal banquet of wisdom. This is then what we receive in return. Not just our, our prayers answered, but the eternal banquet of wisdom. And feast thyself everlastingly with the eternal banquet of wisdom. So that's, those are some scattered thoughts with some old English mixed in. I hope that made sense. But humility and interior life. That's something we can ask the Lord for in this Mass.